Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Tapp, and I'm joined by my co-host, the stupendous Megan Spangler. This week, we discuss an update on the ongoing investigation of Jonathan Majors, Spider-Man swinging home onto Disney+, Plus. Megan finally watches Morbius, and so, so much more. Let's dive in. Let's do this. This segment, we discuss the domestic violence investigation with Jonathan Majors. If you are uncomfortable with this or are affected, we encourage you to put your mental health first and skip this segment. If you or anyone you know is a victim of domestic violence, we encourage you to seek help from the proper resources. So Megan, why don't you kick us off on the update since we last discussed this a couple episodes ago and what's going on? So as we all know, Jonathan Majors was arrested for domestic violence, strangulation, assault, all of those things, all the bad, horrible, horrible things. So we have some updates that still just make it just as confusing as it was before. So Majors Publicist, the lead company in Management 360, has dropped their star client well before his court appearance next month. That's May 8th. As of now, WME, the talent agency, is still representing Majors. He's been dropped from a number of jobs, including the protagonist pictures, the man in the base in my basement. MLB's Texas Rangers have also cut majors from their 2023 season ad campaign. And he was in talks for an Otis Redding biopic. God, just, I mean, I feel like they're kind of jumping the gun. This is a mess. Yeah, yeah. You'll see why I think they're jumping the gun. As of now, the domestic charges are still pending. The strangulation charges were dropped due to the alleged victim recanting her statement. Sources familiar with the matter tell Variety, which I do trust them, Variety, that multiple alleged victims Mm -hmm, of majors have come forward following his March arrest and are cooperating with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Which is wild. Oof. So as that is wild. Yeah. So as of right now, where is your head at? I I will say from the start, when all this going down, I was really rooting that this was all really just like a misunderstanding. Um, I was really hoping that, you know, we would get our Kang, everything would be fine. He was so good in the role, but now I don't know. I mean, I'm st- I still have like a little sliver of hope left because again, these are only um allegations still at this point he has not been officially like convicted of anything and we still haven't even really heard what these other people who are coming forward have had to say as to what he's done to them so i feel there's still a bit of a gray area where we still don't know the full story of what exactly these people are accusing him of. but i will say we're going to get to it in a little bit his initial you know um we have some details on her coming up in just a bit but Given what I heard, I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't know. I'm still really conflicted on this. Like, I don't know what to say. What about you, Megan? It's just so messy, all of this. Very and of messy. course, it's innocent till proven guilty. I fully believe that. But then it's you want to believe a victim. So, you know, that court date, that's going to be a wild court date. And I feel like we're going to get a lot more until oh, then. Yeah. So... We'll see where it goes. His major's attorney, Priya Chaudhry, she says in a statement, Jonathan Majors is innocent and has not abused anyone. We have provided irrefutable evidence to the district attorney that the charges were false. 
we are confident that he will be fully exonerated. I mean, she's been singing this song this whole time, though. So Mm -hmm. that's not too surprising. She did file legal documents obtained by the Post stating that a cab driver reported the actor getting assaulted by the alleged victim on March 25th while she was attempting to steal his phone, quote unquote, on the way home from a Brooklyn bar. Mm -hmm. According to the 33-year-old Quantumania actor's legal rep, the driver proves that Majors did not hit or choke the alleged victim, quote, in any way, at any time, or even raised his voice, unquote. Major's court date is set for May 8th, and it cannot come soon enough. My goodness. Wow. I mean, this is just a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, I mean, we're getting a lot of conflicting stories, and I don't know if maybe that's, like, was the intention of his lawyer, was, like, "Hmm, let's just flood the media with, like, all kinds of different stuff to, like, make this as confusing as possible so people cannot really form, like, an opinion. But it seems like, I mean, all these different projects are dropping him, all of a sudden, like all these different things. I, I will agree with what you said. I do think they're jumping the gun, completely jumping the gun. Um, yeah. I feel like it's going to be, if, if he does like win the court case, like if, you know, he's exonerated of these charges and these claims end up being false, like it's going to be like, oh, like these studios are really going to have been embarrassed for, you know, jumping the gun so quickly. However, you know, I mean, I feel like these studios don't make these decisions lightly. So I will say that maybe they know something that we don't. Maybe they're seeing something that we aren't. I mean, who knows? If you have ongoing talks with him to be in a new movie, pause. Let's see what happens, then figure it out. I don't know why they are deciding to just wash their hands of it completely. What if he's innocent? Then you're the company that went, you know, guilty until proven innocent. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. That's not how it should be. Granted, I do think something happened. Like, I do think there was a back and forth. It, it does sound to me like they both were at fault. But I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So we can't make a decision, but why do these companies get to? It's true. I, I think, I don't know. It's, it's such a hard thought process to follow when it comes to the, those types of decisions. Because it's like, on one hand, yes, like... This is this looks very bad and it's in the media and people are finding out about it. But also on the other hand, nothing's been, you know, like officially confirmed. There hasn't been a court date. There hasn't been a trial you know, these people who are coming forward to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office have not actually said what he did to them or what, you know, anything like that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just there's too much circumstance and not enough hard facts for my liking, I think. I agree. On the flip side of this. His team claims that there's Mm -hmm. video proof that she was uninjured and the alleged victim went to the club after the altercation. According to the documents, the driver saw the woman assault majors around 1 a.m. on March 25th while she was attempting to steal his phone, which that does add up because that's what we've heard from the beginning, that she was trying to take his phone because someone texted him. The woman allegedly told police that she suffered a broken finger and a laceration behind her ear during the altercation. However, in the document, his lawyer says that they have proof that it's a complete lie. Majors claims that his team has hours of footage after the altercation, which shows the alleged victim freely using her hand, pushing her hair behind her ears. And she can be seen partying pretty hard for hours on end. Wait, like... (laughs) I just, like, at this point, I'm so confused. 
I know this is what I was talking about before this specific um, piece of evidence that's come out. And I saw some of the stills from the videos of the security mm -hmm. cameras from the club. Like, I'm sorry, if I get into a domestic violence altercation with someone and I'm claiming to be so injured and this and that, I'm not going to the club afterwards. I would be at home for like days after that. Like I would not be leaving my house. I would need like some time to recoup mentally and physically. Oh my God, absolutely. Like, especially if it's in the media. Oh, I'm not leaving. Oh yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's no, no sense at all. They claimed that she showed up at Jonathan Major's home at 323, entered his apartment, and called him 32 times, sent several angry, jealous phone messages. Wow. Majors was not home when she got there. They say Jonathan Majors came home at 11.13 a.m., found her unconscious and half-naked on the floor of his walk-in closet. He also discovered she allegedly threw up in his bed and told him she'd taken, quote, a few sleeping tablets, unquote. So if they're trying to paint wow. her in a bad picture, they're doing really well. Yeah, because that's definitely some messy behavior. Like she it sounds like she has got some stuff going on. And I mean, I know initially when we reported this, we weren't sure who she was. I know not now they're clarifying that she is his ex-girlfriend, which mm -hmm. I guess makes this a little bit more clear as what her motivations would be like to start all this drama. Um, clearly, you know, he, when he called 911, he was saying she was having a mental health emergency and this, it tracks with what he said. I mean, she clearly was having some kind of an issue and on drugs, drinking, whatever, broke into his house, threw up all over his bed, went into his walk-in closet and just like passed out naked on the floor, which is just so wild. I mean, I can't even imagine <laughs> just like coming home and, and seeing someone naked in your closet. <laughs> like this, this is the drama that... Life has been lacking, apparently. <laughs> Poor Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Megan's favorite. <laughs> I love it all. Well, I don't love that it happened, but I love drama. Majors then called 911, claimed when the paramedics arrived, the woman repeatedly told them, I don't know, when asked what happened to her. In the document, mm -hmm. his attorney claims body cam footage shows police interviewing the woman and clearly coaching her to say that Mr. Majors grabbed her by the throat. Chaudhry claims wow. the alleged victim never made that claim to anyone prior to the police, to the officer's direction. Okay, a few things. The police said that she went to the hospital. When did she go to the hospital if she was on camera at clubs? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they have her on camera at clubs at 2.30 in the morning. When did she go to the hospital? Like, if you have a broken finger, you're there for more than an hour. Let's be honest. God, if you have anything, you're there for more than an hour. And on top of it, like, Absolutely. there was no bandage in those the footage that I saw. Um, mm -hmm. There was no cast for her broken finger. Um, mm -hmm. I don't even know if they put casts on broken fingers, but there was nothing on her finger at all from what I saw on any of her fingers. Yeah, I saw her flipping through for her credit cards. How, how do you do that with a broken finger? No. No. Yeah, something's off there. And I mean, I know, you know, they've been talking about this body cam footage showing the police kind of coaching her into what to say. I mean, when you think about it, if you've got this woman, she's passed out like naked in someone's closet and throwing up on their bed, like out of it, it's pretty easy to be like, oh, did he strangle you? Yes. Oh, okay. Did he do this to you? Oh, okay. Yes. Good. Okay. Like, you know, trying to get... Uh, you know, trying to get the story out of her, but like not letting her speak for herself. Probably still out of it. Um, and I don't know, it just seems very sketchy um, on behalf of the police. Uh, so I don't really like that. There's too many variables yeah. here. This case is going to get thrown out. 
100%, which is not good for him. Like it's good for him, but the public opinion needs a non-guilty verdict to move on. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, getting thrown out just it's it's always going to be in the back of people's mind. Did he? But looking at this, if all of this is 100% true, I can see her going to the hospital after the police come. But she goes to the hospital, lacerations, a messed up ear, a hurt finger, but they found her passed out after sleeping pills. Doesn't that sound like she had a wild night partying and blamed it on him? Yeah. So, but then again, we're taking all this based on what his lawyer said, the same lawyer who posted those texts that were so damning mm. of him. But if all this is true, then those texts kind of prove that this was orchestrated by her because she played the victim perfectly. Yep. If this is all true, then he's not guilty and she is a world-class scammer. Yeah, or a psycho, mm -hmm. either way. But like again, we don't know the full facts yet. We're not going to we point fingers or, or say anything for sure. But from what it sounds like, to me at least, is that she is his ex-girlfriend. She got up, you know, into some booze or pills whatever decided that she was upset that he broke it off with her decided to go break into his house and probably like trash his closet and then she got on his bed somehow got naked for whatever reason maybe she was like oh maybe when he comes home i'll be naked threw up on 100%. his bed then got into his closet probably trying to destroy his clothes and then just <laughs> collapsed in the closet i mean that's the way it sounds to me i mean she's probably like i'm gonna get him and I, he broke up with me and then you know after she sobered up she realized she's like oh shit i shouldn't have done that you know that's kind of what it sounds like to me and especially with those text messages like she kind of takes back everything and yeah. it kind of makes sense what she was saying when she when she says that um Oh, I never said anything about strangulation. I don't know why they put that in there. If the police were kind of like coaxing it out of her, you know, like, oh, like, did he do this to you? You have some kind of laceration on your on your ear. They made it seem like her neck was like sliced up and she was like strangled. That's what they said. There was bruising around her neck. So I don't know. I mean. I, oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. This is just. We need the facts. I, I'm assuming they're in a serious relationship if she was able to even get in his house when he wasn't there. Mm -hmm, good point. But at the end of the day, if you want to blame Jonathan Majors without a verdict, you could also twist it. If this is true, he's a victim of domestic violence. So we can be on either side all day, but one of these people are a victim of domestic violence. So we just got to wait and see. Yeah, we, we still have a lot more to cover Ugh, on this. This is rough. Absolutely. I feel like more is going to come out. I'm just still confused why we haven't seen taxi footage that they were promising three, four oh, weeks ago. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, this could be a slow build and that's what they're doing right now. Setting the whole night for you to see. You read it and you're like, eh, it makes sense. And then they drop that bomb. And if they do, you will. we will be reporting on it. Yeah. Given the new context, it's made a little bit more sense as to why the lawyer released those text messages that sounded so bad because there's a lot of context that was just added with the recent information that's come out. So I'm 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 interested to see how this plays out. I like Timus Kang. I really hope we don't have to do a recast if he's not guilty. If he is guilty, then of course we we absolutely need that recast. So let's see and let's see what happens. I mean, I don't know. We but we will keep you guys posted. We will be covering this. Um, continuously up until the trial and after we will get you all the details we will continue this discussion soon yes yes we will moving on did you hear what's getting added to disney plus yes it's finally happening <laughs> i'm so excited i know spider-man 
Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, The Amazing Spider-Man are being added April 21st. Spider-Man Homecoming and Venom will be added May 12th. I am so happy that this is finally happening. I know it was like two years ago that Sony and Disney Plus made that agreement to, you know, to release some of their catalog on their streaming service. So, and I mean, these movies haven't really been streaming anywhere. They've just been available like on Stars, and I think a couple of them were available on Netflix for a while. But it's like, it's just, it feels so good to finally have Spider-Man home like where he belongs. And I hope that this, that they stay there in perpetuity, I really would like to see them there for a long time because it's just it just feels so good having him home, you know? Yes, exactly. And it's could not have come at a better time <clears throat> with CinemaCon next week. Ooh, I'm so excited. I know. With Across the Spider-Verse coming, then we just, we needed a win after all this dark stuff. And this just, uh, this just feels good in my soul, especially because Spider-Man is my number one forever I'm wearing my spider-man shirt today so i'm yes i'm very excited very yes, excited I'm... for this and i can't wait to go and watch them i haven't had a chance yet they came out today um as we're recording this and i just cannot wait to just like dive in i just it's been so it's just it's gonna feel so good to watch it on disney plus and i feel like disney plus for some reason does everything in 4k so everything just looks amazing and i just can't wait i feel like we're gonna get some kind of spider-man news Oh, I hope so. I hope so. It's been too long. It feels like it's been forever. A hundred percent. Like, uh, uh, it's been, the last thing we heard was that there was confirmation that there will be another Spider-Man movie. But that's all we've gotten. And we all kind of knew that was happening. So not really news, just a slight confirmation. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm really excited to see what they do with Spider-Man. I know everyone loves Tom Holland. Everyone wants to yes. see him back. Um, I'm just, I'm just so, so excited to finally see like some progress. Cause I, I had been waiting for this to come out on Disney plus forever. When they finally came out with the news article that said that they had made an agreement. I was there. I was like, yes, this is happening. I'm interested to see a couple of things coming up on May 12th when Spider-Man homecoming and Venom release. I'm interested to see where they put homecoming in the MCU timeline on Disney plus the official one. I'm interested to see if they're going to incorporate Venom into the timeline now that Venom kind of has his little, mm -hmm. his little digs into the MCU. Yes. So let's see. I'm really interested to see how they handle those properties. Yeah. I feel like it's at this point, they just, I'm always on the team of just give us back Spider-Man, get it away from Sony. Oh yeah. Get their dirty little claws off his <laughs> villains and give them back. And I, I feel like I'm not alone in that. Oh, yes. But I'm not going to get my hopes up and say, like, there's been a deal struck and they're going to get Spider-Man back. But I do think something, a deal has been struck and we don't know. I think we're going to get more content, but but I just don't know because yeah, I just, I just need Spider-Man to be back at Marvel. I know. And then I'll feel, I'll feel comfortable in my life. I mean, I'm so interested to see so many of his characters that Sony owns the rights to introduced in like in interacting with, you know, Marvel's characters. Like I want to see Black Hat. I want to see, you know, Civil Silver Sable. I want to see all these characters like interact with, you know, like, I don't know, Daredevil. I want to see them, you know, I'm craving it. I need it. Like I need it so bad. It's just, it's, it's nuts. But I mean, I'm, I'm just so happy. This is a great first step. I know after the success of um, No Way Home, uh, Amy Pascal made some comments that she later retracted stating that they were going to make a new trilogy of Spider-Man movie that they were going to be continuing to play nice with Marvel and, and deepen that connection. I mean, things are leading to that. Obviously, seeing Ven Venom 2 
that had Spider-Man from the MCU in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Venom appeared in No Way Home in the MCU. Uh, Toby and Andrew are now involved in these multiversal shenanigans with the MCU proper. We got to see um, some stuff connecting Morbius to the MCU at the end of that film, which we will be talking about a little bit later. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, it's, it seems like they're finally on board. They realize this is the most lucrative thing they can do. It's the best thing. It's what the fans want. And they're finally giving in and not being stubborn about it. I'm almost wondering if because Madam Web is coming, Craven is coming. I am curious if that somehow is going to involve Tom Holland. And that's why Marvel also had to strike a deal because mm-hmm. it's like a custody battle going on between them. So that's what I think, but I'm also really excited for Madam Web and really nervous for Craven. Like I want Craven to be so good. I, w- I want it to be good so bad. But from what I've seen, man, I know they're really going balls to the wall with it. I mean, <laughs> I totally agree. So, <laughs> but it's uh, the actor. I'm craving the actor. God, he's. So beautiful. The actor was Quicksilver in the MCU, so I don't know how they're going to pull that one off. I know. Just don't show him to Wanda. That's the only thing I ask because she will, she will, she will eat him alive if she finds him. You know, that's, she will not do well with that. (laughs) If Craven and Wanda suddenly meet, uh uh. She recast them, for goodness sake. So (laughs) she clearly, she's wiped her hands clean. Which is always curious. Mm-hmm. Like she's gone through all these multiverses, looking for her kids. Not once does she bring up her brother. It's true. It's a very valid point. It's a very valid point. Yeah. So, um, it's just it's just nuts. I know. I, I'm just really hoping that all this is leading to something positive. I hope that when we get the announcements of like some good stuff coming up, I hope. I hope honestly, let's address the CinemaCon like predictions now. I would like to see. A trailer for Madam Web, 100%. I'm like, I'm like right, like my psychic powers are manifesting that it's going to happen. It's going to be a trailer <laughs> or a teaser for Madam Web. I, I swear 100%. it's going to happen. It, it, it's, it just makes sense. Um, yeah. I know we're going to get something for Craven. Um, I know they're probably going to talk about what, what else they're going to be introducing. I know they've had some stuff in the pipeline and I hope that we finally get that, get some updates on how all that's going. So I'm, I'm really excited. I want some information about what's going on with Spider-Man. I really do think we're yeah. going to get some kind of tease about Madam Web because they've been mm-hmm. they've been deep into filming. They should have something. Craven is I want to say it's in the early stages. I think they are filming, but early stages of that. So we should be able to have just give me a movie poster for or something. I don't ask much of you guys, Sony. Yeah. So and then I think it's a little too far out now to get anything for Across the Spider-Verse because that's June. It's coming up soon and fast, but I think we might be getting yeah. some more trailers, but that's about it. You know what? They might they might release another trailer for that. That might be what they're mm. doing. They need to slow down. Their last trailer, I, I saw a lot of complaints about giving too much away, which I get. I get it. Mm-hmm. I love spoilers, so I'll watch whatever they give us. But I get it. So maybe like just maybe they just should not do that. Just anything yeah, else. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. I don't know. Um, I mean, of the 
Go ahead. Of the upcoming projects that they've got coming out, like that we know of, Madam Web, I'm super stoked for. I'm really excited to see, like, they've got some really great leading ladies in there. Emma Roberts, Dakota Johnson, mm-hmm. Sydney Sweeney. I know yeah. that Madam Web in the comics, you know, she is very linked to the Spider-Verse, which can easily translate into multiverse. So I'm I'm in, I'm excited and I'm interested to see who makes a cameo. I know there's been a lot of rumors that Tom Holland's going to appear. It, I know there's been a lot of rumors about how what the movie's going to be about. It's supposed to take place in the past, in the 90s, right? It was the 90s? Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how they play with this. And I, I, I really want to know, like, what the, the plot line is going to be officially. And I'm, I'm so excited for that. Um, Craven, we've heard a lot of mixed stuff. I'm, I'm given Sony's track record. I have very low hopes for that one specifically. Hopefully if the CinemaCon announcements lead to the fact that they're cooperating with Marvel more, I'm all for that. So hopefully that maybe there's a reasoning behind the madness and we're just yet to see it. That would be cool. I'd be totally all for it. Um, <laughs> Venom 3, there was some casting news today. They were announcing someone was cast in that recently. After Venom 2, I was not the biggest fan of Venom 2. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I'm hoping for something better for Venom 3, especially now that the symbiote is in the MCU. So, Well, I think today it was just a rumor that Owen Wilson will be in Venom 3, which is... I heard that. Random at best. Mm-hmm. But okay. But I also like thought, you remember those rumors that there would be a live action Tom Holland in Across the Spider-Verse? Yes. I wonder if we're going to see something about that. Because that would make sense because Ooh. he's going to different multi. If he's going to different multiverses, he's going to go to Tom Holland's. It's true. I mean, it's a good point. I hope. I honestly hope they don't show that, though, because it's like you yeah. said, I don't want them to give too much away in the trailers. I know you love it, but I would love to go to the theater and watch this movie and be like, oh, my God, Tom Holland is here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I want. I want to be like, oh, my I God, think, it's Andrew and Toby. Like, you know, I want to I want to see that. Yeah, I think uh, I love the I love the everything about it. I love spoilers, but I would like to be surprised by that. Like, I, I love surprises, too, mm. so I'm in a weird situation where I'm good with everything, which hel- is very helpful in my life as an admin of Mediaverse Comics mm. Unwrapped, because some people like to spoil things, but oh, I'm yeah. one of those people, so... <laughs> um, no, I, I, do, <laughs> I do think there's something... I think this is all time to a little suspicious for me. Like, I'm a little sus. It's true. Some interesting timing. Let's hope it all means something. Um, I will say the the project that I'm least excited for is probably El Muerto. I ha- like that film. I mean, as of right now, I have zero interest in seeing. I really hope they that they they do something because I like. I mean, I like some of Bad Bunny's music, but I he's not an actor. Yeah. Like, and they cast him as a main character in a film. It's like, I mean, there's plenty of talented actors that could have done this. And from it, I mean, this is not a musical that I know of as of yet that we've been that's been revealed so i don't know how that's gonna go i'm i'm just like let's see what happens let's see what happens i'll be honest i forgot that was even happening until you just brought it up exactly (laughs) i don't think i've thought about it since it was announced like oh gosh just just stop he he didn't have a big role in the comics he didn't have a big role ever it's just so random The most random. And then you picked Bad Bunny to do it. 
I'm sure he's a great actor, but random. What are it's like it's like they're like let's just get, pick whoever yeah. we can get, and that's what they did. Random. Mm-hmm. It just it's it seemed kind of like weird casting. I mean, I, I'm guessing they're trying to bank on the fact that he's Bad Bunny. That I mean, he's a popular artist right now, and he he's, yeah. he brings all that with him when he takes on this role. But I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna keep my expectations low, so that way, if if he's good, I get to enjoy the film. If not, then I well, kind of told you so. So <laughs> we'll yeah. see how that plays out. Yeah, I definitely think it was a let's find who we can that looks like the character and is also already has his own fandom i think that's what went into it he could also be a great actor i I don't know i haven't seen him anything but like you know more power to him i hope the movie's great i hope nothing but positive things i'm just saying it was random entirely so 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 random it definitely was it felt weird yeah Megan had an assignment that we gave her, I think two episodes, three episodes back. She was instructed to watch Morbius and give us a full rundown of her thoughts because she had not seen it yet. So Megan, why don't you tell us what you thought, how you reacted, what were your favorite parts, what were the parts you hated? Give us everything. We, we need the dish. Give it to us, Megan. Okay. So as it's been said, I have not seen Morbius until two nights ago when Max said, did you know this is your... <laughs> assignment for the podcast and i said a cuss word and immediately started watching it so (laughs) basically it's not i don't think it's as bad as people say i really don't Mm -hmm. it was very very rushed and i think visually the effects it was a beautiful movie i loved the effects Mm -hmm of when he leaps through the air, he changes, he has all the smoke around him and it's based on whatever he's wearing. I liked that a lot. Now, the casting. I think if this movie had a different villain and a different, I don't remember his name anymore. That's Michael Morbius. Michael, Michael (laughs) Morbius, thank you. I think if had two different ones, this movie would have been 10 times better. One, I'm already not a fan of Jared Leto as an actor or as an anything. Mm-hmm. But that's that's for different reasons, not here nor there. Matt Smith is incredible. But I didn't believe him in this movie. I, I love him and everything else he's in. But this was not the right role for him. I don't see him as a violent person. I don't see him as attacking someone or becoming the monster. Like, I I don't see it with him. He did as well as he could with what he was given, which was an extremely rushed movie, subpar villain, which I don't even think there should have been a villain because it's an origin story. So they put way too much into one thing. For an hour and 45 minute movie, I wasn't given much. And then the main woman, Martine, Martine. So she was an okay character from what we saw. But this girl, she's so beautiful. Who did her so dirty she and is. put that top head braid on her? Let that hair flow. Like, that was just annoying <laughs> the living life out of me. Like, come on. And then I feel like the romance was so unnecessary. We could have gone this whole movie without seeing Morbius and her kiss. We would have been fine. There's obviously feelings between the villain matt smith's character Uh, there's obviously some jealousy there with milo and her which was just that part felt pretty organic but i think it would have been better if there was nothing between her 
and Morbius. Like that, that just kind of, just didn't, it didn't feel right. There's no chemistry between them. Not a bit. Mm -hmm. I think I've had more chemistry with my chair I'm sitting in than they did. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. It was just so unnecessary. And you know, the fight scenes were like, okay, this is maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought I did, but (laughs) the main fight was nothing. It was literally Morbius gets knocked down. Some bats go around him in a circle, bring him back up. Cue another slow motion part of Matt Smith running, which was like the third or fourth one in the film, just for Morbius to inject him. And then we're done. We're we're all done. We, we don't know what's going to happen next. I, I wasted my night on this movie. Oh my God. For the purposes of like watching the movie for like our podcast, it was kind of fun to be able to watch it and like dissect yeah. everything, right? No, no. I really liked having the assignment. Like I thought like it gave it a purpose. Like that <laughs> if I just watched it on my own in my own free time, I'd be more mad. But because I had to do it for research, mm-hmm. I felt better like okay, I have to do this. I didn't waste my time. I don't think it was the worst thing that's ever happened on film because 2015 Fantastic Four still exists. But Oof, yeah. That was rough. But there's just so much about it that just didn't work for me. Like the beginning scene where he like cuts his hand and there's a bunch of bats had nothing to do with the movie. It just happened. Like, why was it there? (laughs) Because I was waiting to see if that would come back up and it never did. And I just, I I remember turning it off and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was just like, all right, well, that happened. I feel, I almost feel like a changed person a little bit. Like, I finally saw it. I see what everyone's talking about. Oh my God. I get it. (laughs) God, that was so bad. And then, and then the internet had the audacity to gaslight Sony into bringing it back and putting it into theaters. Well done. Oh my God. That was so wild. Total gaslighting. Well done. That was trolling to the highest level. And I've never been more impressed with the internet in my life. Absolutely. I totally agree. That was pretty funny. I can't believe they actually did it. What did you think? I don't know. Well, <laughs> so I, I I saw Morbius in theaters because usually like I have a policy against, you know, going to theaters for Sony films, but I was really I don't know. First of all, let's talk about like the marketing for this film, which was like abysmal, pretty much. Um, They decided to start making references to Spider-Man and to um, Venom in in the trailers. And then they ended up like cutting like half of those references out. (laughs) Like I remember in the trailer, you would see like Oscorp, the building, you would see Mm -hmm. Spider-Man posters on walls, like and stuff like they led you to believe this was going to be like a, like, oh, this is happening in the Spider-Verse. We're going to get some connectivity. They made you think that you had to watch this movie to keep up with Spider-Man's story. Yeah, exactly. And the thing was, it was after No Way Home. So we were we were like, okay, so they, they're merging all these different Spider-Man, you know, worlds together. So maybe this is going to be like a continuation of that. We're going to get some little tidbits from there. You know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, so I was going into it expecting that a lot. And... I mean, I know this film suffered a lot from reshoots and stuff. So my take on it was 
wasn't as bad as people said at all. I don't think it was as bad. Um, I found the characters interesting. I just felt like they were poorly written. Um, yeah. And I wonder if and part of that, for me at least, was the fact that the movie felt so choppy. Um, mm. It just, it, you could tell there were like things being cut out. Like it was like as if someone like on iMovie was putting this movie together like from their house, like not like a major, you know, billion dollar studio was putting this together it just felt like it felt a little rushed like megan said it felt like there were two like they were i feel like the movie we got was not the original movie that was intended and whenever studios do that it always ends up sucking um yeah. ask wb and they will tell you from a lots of experience Burn. in the past um <laughs> so like to that you know i i will say i you know I went to this movie because I had like some movie passes someone had given me like years ago. And I was like, you know, why don't I just use them on this? That way it's not like I'm paying for it. And I decided yeah. to see it in um, 4DX, which is like those chairs that oh, like no. do like sound like um, you moving no and like, and like, <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute. So I, the reason why I did it was because I was like, you know what, if I, I, I want to try this, you know, this experience, and, but I don't want to waste, like do it on a Marvel movie just because I don't like it. So I'm like, let's try it with like Morbius because, you know, with Morbius, if, if it kind of interrupts the experience, whatever, I, you know, we'll see how it goes. Seeing it in 4DX, it, there, they, the, the cool thing was that you could experience like when he's flying, you felt like you were flying. You felt the wind, you know, when there were light, when there oh, was lightning, cool. you could see it when there were. So that was cool. I definitely added to the experience. Yeah. However, some of those fight scenes were so like rough. I definitely felt like I got whiplash from those seats. <laughs> um and like the chairs were not comfortable at all. I did not like the chairs. They were super uncomfortable. Um, so I'm glad that I that I did I tried that with a film like Morbius that I was kind of like mixed happy seeing. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I would do that again, honestly, because I mean it was it was cool, but no, like I wouldn't waste. I wouldn't spend like if I'd actually pay for the for the for the experience, I would not spend the money on that because they were expensive. I looked up how much they were without the the movie pass someone had given me. So that was the reason why I went to see it in theaters. My most disappointing thing from it really was the fact that they teased Spider-Man so heavily. And, and now, you know, there's been lost pass from other movies that have been doing that where they tease all these things in the trailer and they don't even put them in the film. Yeah. So now I feel like if Morbius had done that shit now, they would have gotten their asses sued. Like the fans would yeah. have sued because there was no Spider-Man. There was no, I mean, I think he says, I think he did mention Venom like once. And then he looks at the Daily Bugle a couple times maybe at the most but then that's that's it there's no nothing else he read the daily bugle and then when he is in the money printing lab they're like who are you and he's like i'm venom that's all that's all we got it didn't even make sense either because like people would know what venom looks like what the hell yeah as soon as he said it, i was like it wasn't even done in a jokey way like you didn't pull that off at all but then like, <laughs> the fight even the fight scenes i couldn't really tell what was going on it was just like a bunch of bats. Yeah, it was dark surrounding his body. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that could have, <laughs> that could have just been done differently. Like, I'm embarrassed. Like, come on. And what makes me mad is like Sony clearly kind of dropped the ball on it. We should have known mm-hmm. because it was released on April first, twenty twenty-two. That should have been a red really? flag. I don't yeah. even remember. Yeah, that's a red flag. If I ever heard it, that's. That's just concerning. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like to me though, like like the movie was okay. Wasn't as bad as people were saying. It wasn't by any means like good or great, but it was okay. 
Like I, it was like entertaining for like an evening to go to like the movie theater. Like that, you know, that's really what it was. Um, I will say the absolute worst part of the film for me was the post credit scene. Oh my God. And I want your reaction first since you just saw it. So I want to hear what you think I first. I watched since you're fresh. it. Yeah. I saw it and I kind of sat there and I was like, what the hell just happened? And I was watching my <laughs> husband and I was watching my husband. He's like, Hey, he he mentioned Spider Man. That's and I was like, I I don't know what, what <laughs your poor watched. husband. He he's trying, y'all. He's not a Marvel fan, but God bless him. He holds the snacks every time we go to the theater. Um, Aww. but yeah, it. I just kind of like sat there and stared. Like, what does this mean? What is happening? Why is Vulture's face so edited? Who gave him a filter? Like. It was just so much. I don't, I just don't get, and where did he come from? Is he God now? How did he just, just appear? Why is he out of jail? Cause he appeared. Isn't, where did he disappear from? I just like, I, I haven't even looked it up to see what it means. Just because <laughs> what, what's it going to do? Make me feel better. I know it's, that was clearly added like way after the fact. I mean, I, I have a few thoughts on this that I've that I've had since, since I saw it. And number one, why is Morbius driving a car like that if he can fly? Like, why wouldn't he just fly there? That doesn't really oh my make God, sense. Yes. That was that was really one of the things that bothered me the most. I was like, he can fly. Why is he driving this? He's like whipping around, like turns, like trying to get to the meeting with Vulture, and like I'm like, why is he doing? It, it didn't make sense to me. I was like, okay, well that's okay. Maybe Morbius likes sports cars. We'll ignore that. Just because you get in a car accident like that doesn't mean you'll get powers like Doctor Strange. You'll always be Morbius. Slow down. Drive safely. <laughs> yes, drive safely for sure. Um, so that was the first thing. Second thing was like when Vulture, like that, doesn't, that didn't make sense to me was that, I mean, and I'm hoping that this maybe will get expanded or explained or retconned in a future movie. And that's what I'm kind of hoping for with as Sony could like makes more Sony-verse films. As that, that was really the last one that came out was Morbius. Um, how did he get from 616 into Morbius's Earth? That's where I don't understand. Because, like, no no one else was, like, transported back. Doctor Strange had to cast that spell, I think, right, to transport Andrew and Toby back to their Earths? Yeah. How did um, Vulture just was like, oh, boop, like, I just I disappeared like, here. Like, what happened? Like, so I'm hoping that gets explained at least. Y'all aren't about to say that freaking Vulture can hop through multiverses you're not selling me that and i'm not accepting it but it does feel like it, <laughs> like it's like you said it was clearly made way after the movie but i do think mm. it, it it has something to do with sony like look see we made vulture relevant to marvel and sony so they have to do mm. something with it because if you'll notice they also mentioned spider-man too didn't mention him the whole movie yeah until that scene it's like what are you manifesting here like what are you trying to do <laughs> god it just uh, that thank you for reminding me of that because that made literally zero sense like like this random man doesn't know morbius and somehow yeah. gets him some kind of message to meet him on this weird like cliff and it's like i don't know what's going on i think spider-man has something to do with it like why yeah. would you think that like what like i don't understand because first of all 
in No Way Home, they don't even they don't mention like multiverse stuff in the news. That's not something that's like a widely known fact. Like there's no like, yeah. oh, these random Spider-Man from another universe came to our yeah. universe. Like that's not something that's public knowledge that I know of. So like for him to just be like, I just assume that Spider-Man has something to do with it, it just sounded so ridiculous. I hated it. I was like, what? Uh, and he like yelled out Spider-Man too. Like it wanted they wanted it known what connection they were making. It was just so bad. Yeah. It makes no sense. And I, I was so mad. Oh my God. And then on top of that, like they cut out all the Spider-Man references in the movie. So like, as far as like what's canon now, I mean, in the Venom, I mean, and we're assuming Venom and Morbius are now in the same universe because they mentioned Venom. Um, as far as that goes, it's like, there's no Spider-Man there. So like, or at least not that they've ever mentioned. So how would Morbius even know who Spider-Man is? Like, who the hell is that? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, it just, it didn't make, it was so uncohesive and they could have done so much more with it. And I'll, I have a thought on it, but I'll let Megan like finish up. Like, what are her thoughts on like everything? Anything I have to say is just bitching at this point. So you might as well go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the final thing that I have to really say on this, on, on that particular topic, is just the fact that um, I don't. I mean, there's get so it. many it's things I hated murky. about this. Yeah, it, it, yeah, none of it made sense. It's I'm insulted, first of all, that you would make <laughs> this movie drop all these hints in the trailer because I remember seeing the trailers and I was like, obviously, I have to go see Morbius because Spider Man, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then people went to see it, and they're like, that had nothing to do with Spider-Man. And I was like, well, I'm about to save my money. I'm not going to go see it in the theaters. And then it was re-released in theaters. I was like, I'm still not going to go see it. And then it was released on Netflix for free if you have a Netflix subscription. And I was like, I'm still not going to see it. And now I did. And I feel like, uh, what the hell was that? I know it was, it was just that, that, I don't know. I don't know. And it just like the whole, that whole post-credit scene thing. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like where did he comes to this universe? Like, we don't even know if he exists in this universe. Like where does he get the equipment to build that suit that he's wearing? Um, like they wanted to tie this into no way home so badly yeah. that it just didn't make any sense. And on top of it, one thing I, that I found, I remembered what I was going to say originally in the trailers, when they teased vulture being involved, it was a completely different scene than what we actually got in the movie. Like they, it was a scene where like, for some reason, Morbius is like outside of a jail or something. And, you know, Vulture's getting transported in, into some kind of a prison transport van. And he's like, Oh, Hey, Michael Morbius, we should team up yeah. sometime. So it made it seem like Morbius is really going to be a part of the MCU for a while. And then just, I don't know. I just, it, it, they, they need some. They need someone to be like the Kevin Feige over there. I know Amy Pascal is yeah. like trying, but it's like you need someone that's dedicated to this to make sure everything connects, make sure everything makes sense. Like, I don't understand why we're getting so many discombobulated films here, and I don't. I don't know. Another good question I have is: Is this going to be on Disney Plus now? Is this coming next? I don't know. I think it will, just because we have Venom. I feel like we're going to get more mm-hmm. as the days go on because it was just so random. That they'd give us that, then Homecoming, mm. which I didn't think they'd give us. And then they're like, oh, guess what? And Venom. And I was like, what's going on there? Because something's happening. And, like, I'm happy for you, but I'm uncomfortable because I don't know what's next. I Something's going on. Some deal has been struck. If you're not going to tell us, I mean, at least keep giving us stuff, you know? Like, give us all the Spider-Man 
for Disney Plus. Yeah, I totally agree. And I ho- yeah. I do hope that they bring more. I mean, now that they've had now they had to connect Morbius to the MCU, I hope they at least bring it in um, to Disney Plus. And I hope we get um, Far From Home and No Way Home soon. Those are the only two missing. I find it strange that Far From Home wasn't included in the in the release that's coming out in May, but. Maybe there's like a contractual reason they have it licensed to stream somewhere else right now on Stars or whatever. So once that's done, I'm sure it'll come out soon. So let's see. Let's see what happens. Also, for everyone to know, it released, but it released in Disney Plus for the U.S. for the United States. I know Canada's had them. You guys just enjoying Boom. your lives, but we finally got it. So we're 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 getting there. We're catching up a little bit. We're we're aware it's just the U.S just so we all are aware of that. Yeah. A lot of, you know what's so funny speaking on that? A lot of um, these like missing Marvel titles, like Incredible Hulk, the Spider-Man films, they have been on Disney Plus for a long time in other places. So it's really wild to me. Like why does, why can't they just bring the Hulk over to Disney Plus? Like that's the last one that we need. Like I, I hope that that gets sorted out. It's just, it's very annoying having to go to multiple apps mm-hmm. to watch it, which I know it's first world problems. I get it. But it's like, I like everything in one place. I like knowing what movies yes. they're allowed to make and not allowed to make. I like knowing that this character could show up. I, I like knowing those details. I like everything being neat and tidy. I don't like that Universal has the Hulk. I don't like that Sony has Spider-Man and Every character that comes with Spider-Man. I don't like that. So if we could all just mm-hmm. Me too. figure it out and this custody battle, we'll be fine. We'll all be fine. Exactly. I feel like Universal and Sony, if they have enough, need to stop a custody battle with Marvel and go into a co-parenting situation. I think that's 100%. just the best thing for both studios. Like, you know, let, I mean, as far as Universal is concerned, their distribution rights, like just let Marvel buy them from you. Like just, you know, make some money off this character at least because it's like, they're not going to let you distribute a film like of their character. It's not happening. So just at least get something out of it. Like, okay, like we'll just sell them back to you. You know what I mean? Or, or we'll, we'll, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that, from the rumors that I've been hearing that their uh, distribution rights are expiring soon, supposedly. So, and that's, I think kind of why we're getting some buildup in the MCU with like the Red Hulk um, and the World War Hulk and the Namor uh, buildups. So I'm hoping yeah. that is true. No confirmation on that yet, but let's see. Let's see what happens. There's definitely a plan. Marvel has a plan. They always have a plan. We don't know what the plan is, and we're all just happy to see some progress. Yes, definitely. So moving on to our news roundup, Megan, why don't you kick us off? Okay. I'm really ex- actually really excited about this one. So the MCU Scarlet Scarab from Moon Knight is officially joining the Moon Knight comics for the first time, and I'm so excited. I loved her character so much. I did too. I really liked the actress. I really liked her role in Moon Knight. And I I really loved her costume. So I'm really excited for this one. I thought her whole aesthetic was beautiful. Uh, Marvel always needs a baddie in every project they have. And they nailed it this time. She mm-hmm. just, Layla is just perfect. I, I just loved everything about her. Her feisty little self. 
loved I loved Layla. She was one of my favorite characters in Moon Knight. I am excited to see how she comes up in future MCU projects, and we know she will. The actress was phenomenal. Great casting. I love the character, um, and I just can't wait for more of that. And I'm so excited to see that they're that they're bringing her to life in the comics. I mean, it's so rare that we get to see a movie character that gets put into the comics. Yeah. She's based off a character in the comics, but her character Mm -hmm. isn't in it. She's based off, uh, the name is, I can't remember the name right now, but Layla's not in the comics. So Mm -hmm. she's based off another character that was, ended up marrying someone else in the comics and not Mark Spector or Jake or Stephen Grant. So I'm really happy they're bringing her in because they work really well together. I really like them together. I like their whole story. It worked really well for me. Next on our news roundup is the big rumors surrounding Adam Driver and that he is in final talks to play Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, in the new Fantastic Four movie. What are your thoughts? <sighs> I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> I recently watched his his newest movie that came out. I can't remember the name. I think it's 64 called 65. Or 65. 65. 64. Yeah. 65? 69, 64, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, I it, I was mixed on it. It was not bad. It, it was not as bad as Morbius. It was not, like, I don't know. I was very mixed on it. I thought his performance was okay. I feel like he plays these very brooding characters, and I feel like there has to be a certain lightness to Reed Richards. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know how I'm feeling about, like, him doing it. I mean, I know he's, he's played other characters. I've only ever seen him truly, I'll be honest, in Star Wars. And um, I've seen him in House of Gucci. And I've seen him in 69 or whatever his, the movie is. Um, <laughs> and he always plays very serious, brooding characters. And I kind of I want, like, a little bit of a lighter take on Reed Richards. I, I really loved – I apologize if I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. Iwan Griffad's – portrayal of reed richards in the original fantastic four films back in the 2000s he was like my favorite reed richards i like john krasinski but we didn't get enough of him so i can't make an educated opinion on that um but i don't know i'm i'm kind of iffy i was hoping i i I wanted adam driver in the mcu but i wasn't really like that was not the character that i was envisioning for him is basically what i'm trying to say i guess what do you think I do think he's in Fantastic Four, but I don't think he's going to be Mr. Fantastic. I don't see it. I don't think he will be. Ooh. I think he'll be something else. Who do you think he'll because be? Because I don't know because I don't know the villain. Or, we know nothing about Fantastic Four. Not a single thing except when they start filming. We it's know true. nothing about casting. It's Marvel's best kept secret. Mm-hmm. But I do think he's going to be in it because I think rumors, they do, like, if someone says something enough, it's coming from somewhere. So... It's true. It's coming from somewhere. I just don't think I don't think it's gonna be Reed. I think they're gonna they would rather die than let us know the casting before they're ready. Cause we've gotten no confirmed nothing about the casting. So it's I true. think the Fantastic Four, we will not know. I don't think it's him. But if it is, I'm willing to give him a chance, especially if they take Reed Richards into a little bit of darker, like kind of like an internal struggle kind of guy. Because mm-hmm. we don't know the plot. He very well could be going through that. But, I it's mean, uh, it's just, nothing, for me, nothing, like, defeats John Krasinski. Him and that beard. Oh, yeah. my God. So. I know. Oof. You know. Yes. I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give him a chance. But if he's not, if he's Reed Richards, 
I think they're going to do really well because they know how much is riding on this Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that after the failure, that Fox's second attempt at making that work, um, they're going to be very careful with this, uh, especially because it's like this is their time to get it right. It's been long enough past that second Fantastic, Fantastic Four franchise was attempted to be launched. Um, I think it's it's like the prime time is now. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping we just get some news soon. I have a feeling this year at the big um, events, Comic-Con and D23, we will for sure be getting a cast announcement at the at the, the latest. I think that'll be when we finally learn. Um, but as far as Adam Driver is concerned, I I could picture him as being a great Victor Von Doom. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a Doctor Doom character is just as great as a fantastic Mr. Fantastic. I think that that is a role better suited for him. So let's see. But I will give him a chance, like Megan said. I will also give him a chance. I think he'd make a good Doom, too. But, you know, we won't know until we know. But if he is Doom, I'll be pretty happy. I think he could really nail that. No, I totally agree. I think he would be great. I feel like he has, like, he comes off with, like, this... He can play that, like, regal, cocky presence that Doctor Doom kind of has very well. Like, I've seen it in his other roles, like, especially as Kylo Ren. Like, I feel like he plays that villainous character very well like i feel like he did he did a good job with with the material he was given for star wars i will say um yeah so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens let's see if he ends up being mr fantastic great if not we'll see maybe victor von doom who knows Hmm. won't know till we know our last piece of news roundup is about cassie lang actually cat where there's all these talks about the cassie lang recast we have a somewhat explanation from Quantumania director Peyton Reed. He yes. says, we've just introduced our now 18-year-old Cassie Lang, Catherine Newton, of course, an actor who I have admired for a long time. And when we were talking about Cassie in this movie, she's aged about five years in the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp. I wanted someone in that role who could really hang with Paul Rudd and sort of not be left in the dust. He wanted... Cassie Lang to be really athletic. Catherine Newton is a world-class golfer. Mm. So that was also his reasoning for bringing her in. That's what he says, but it's like, I, yeah. I don't think <laughs> of golfers as being like particularly like, it's not like they're, you know, like like running marathons and stuff. <laughs> so that to me was kind of just like a, like a weird reasoning to give, maybe like a cup, like a covering himself Cop kind of out. reasoning. Because I know, yeah, like a lot of people said that the, the other actress from Avengers Endgame who portrayed an older Cassie Lang, um, Emma Furman, a lot of people said that her emotional connection with Paul Rudd was a lot better. I mean, she was only in the movie for a couple scenes. So, I mean, we really don't know if maybe she really, she's not the type of actress who can carry this role. Or maybe she is. And they just decided they wanted Catherine Newton for whatever reason. I don't know. It, it was a really interesting choice. I know that the MCU does not do recasts lightly. They don't take them lightly. Um, they don't do it unless they absolutely have to. So who knows? I mean, I don't know what the decision-making was behind this or why this was made to be such a big deal. Um, yeah, I, I, I ended up liking Catherine Newton for the most part. Um, I only saw Ant-Man one, the one time initially on opening night for in theaters. I'm excited for it to be on Disney plus. I'd like to really give it a good deep dive watch. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I, I, I don't know if, how she's going to be continuing on. I think Catherine Newton is, is a decent actress. I, I've seen her in a couple things. I, I liked, I didn't dislike her as Cassie. I just, I don't know. A lot of people were really up in arms about this for some reason. It's because of the girl, Emma Furman. 
said that she found out for the recasting by the internet, not by Marvel, which, you know, that's a he said, she said situation. We can't really put our opinion on that. But I liked mm-hmm. Catherine Newton. I think whether you think she was a good Cassie Lang or not, she did really well as Scott Lang's daughter, someone who could work opposite of Paul yeah. Rudd. They, I think they worked really True. well. Of course, they say Emma Furman had better um, emotional connection because the only time we saw her is when she was crying with him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It does certainly seem like she has a better emotional connection, but we saw an entire movie with them. They both worked out so well together. Of course, it's my opinion, but, you know, like, let's not write off Catherine Newton. She didn't make the choice to recast. You know, she's a part of the MCU now. Let's all just be cool about it. Yeah, I totally agree with what Megan's saying. I think that Catherine Newton still has a lot to bring to the character, you know, as we see it unfold. Um, And I, I am... Megan's right. We saw such a small portion of the other actress in the other film. One thing I wish Marvel would do, and I've been saying this forever, I feel like a broken record, is that I wish Marvel <laughs> would just like release like an like an MCU like anniversary edition where they go back and fix these like plot holes, like you know, record Paul Rudd and, and Catherine Newton, you know, hugging in front of a door like in Endgame, and just put, put it in the movie. Like fix these little things that like, they annoy me so much. Like it, it'd be such a simple thing to fix, like just to pull a Star Wars and just fix those things. Like I, I wish they would just do it already. Then people I would shut too. up. God, I wish they would do it because it's kind of like an itch you can't scratch. It's just kind of like, uh, yes. like, like, do you want me to fix it, Marvel? I have the time. I'll do it. Just, just please do it. Yeah, we, we've got iMovie. We can, we can help you out. Like, yeah, <laughs> just like, let us we're know available. we're here. And that's a wrap on MediaVerse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, join our non-toxic Facebook group, MediaVerse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, MediaVerse Plus. Follow us on Twitter at MediaVerseCU. Follow or subscribe to us on Instagram and YouTube at MediaVerse Comics Unwrapped. Our episodes are available Wednesdays wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and goodbye for now. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>